0: podcast. We hope you'll enjoy this message by Pastor Joey Bonifacio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's segment of Meditating on the Word of God. And as you know, we are ending the month of October, and we're also ending a long season of two months on SQ, or how's your SQ, or your spiritual quotient. And if you hear me keep reviewing where this began, it's only because I want to make sure if you're joining us for the first time, you understand what this is all about. We began by looking at five verses from the book of Ephesians that tell us that in the heavenly realms is where our battle is and where we get the best of the best of God. It tells us that there are five verses in the, world, the world's heavenly realms where it begins with "is where your blessings are. If you want to see your blessings, they're not on earth. If you want to see your blessings, they are in the heavenly realms And as we tap into that with God, we receive that on earth. It is where our strength and our power reside because Jesus is seated in the heavenly realms above all powers and principalities. And when we tap into him, we receive all of that with strength and power. Thirdly, it says it is where our manifold wisdom is. If we want to be wise, it says, ask God because he's more than enough, an abundant supply, in fact, an infinite supply of wisdom. But finally, it also says it is where our real struggle is. And our struggle, it says, is with heavenly powers and principalities. And we dove down to a message on the thief. We looked at John 10, 10, where it says, the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus has come to give us life and have it to the full or have it more abundantly. The thief is who is the enemy. This heavenly realm's enemy, the struggle that we have with, is known as the kleptes, or the one who steals, or the klepto, whose nature is to steal from us by tempting, deceiving, condemning, and accusing us of all sorts of things to take away our relationship with God. Now, what does a thief exactly steal? We looked at that in Matthew chapter 6, verse 19, where it says, Do not store for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and vermin destroy, and where, there it is, thieves, that word kleptes, break in and steal, the word klepto. This is what he's trying to steal, our treasures, or our values, or the Greek word thesaurus. This is the collection of values that we should have, and when he steals that, he can kill and destroy us. Secondly, in verse 21, it says, for where our treasure is, there our heart will be also. This simple verse tells us that our hearts are driven to values. It's not that we put values into our hearts, but what we value inevitably drives our heart and makes, us our, our, makes that our automatic behavior. Matthew six twenty-four continued, where it says, now you, can, you cannot serve two masters. You either hate one or love the other, or you will be devoted to one and despise the other, and you'll end up hating God or money. It's either, either one. You're going to give up one. The bottom line is a value-driven heart will have to deal with money. Much of our life will be a conflict here, and the fact is we need money. As we said last week, we want money, and Jesus said there's nothing against money. The question is, who are you serving? We're continuing on to verse 25, where it says, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Jesus takes us further to this idea of values. He's clarifying for us through a question, but asks us, do you realize that life is more important than the body and your clothes are, or, your, or, or, or life is more important than food and your body more important than clothes? Jesus is accentuating the idea of values by spelling out in its details and the crude contrast between these three things. The title of this message is The Devil is in the Details. Now, point number one is values have a hierarchy. The very essence of values is that things are not all the same or equal. In fact, Jesus is making it clear to us that God is more valuable than money. And why is that something he wants you to understand? And why is that even true? It's because in God, we find all our blessings, our wisdom, our power are to be find, found in the heavenly realms. And further, he goes on in Matthew 6, 25, therefore, I tell you, is not life more important than food? And that's the word life there is the word suke. In the Greek, the word life has translations in three forms, bios, which is your physical life, zoe, which is your God kind of life. But this word is the word suke, that which has breath. In other words, people. Food is talking about the things we consume, but here he's talking about the idea that not only is God more valuable than money, but relationships. Those people who have breath, the people around us, are more valuable than food. When we clarify these values and we go down to the details of understanding how these work, it helps us overcome the enemy. Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 continues, it says, Isn't our body more than clothes? Making the simple point that next to relationships and God, our bodies is more valuable, our bodies more valuable than clothes. And hence we find the hierarchy of values. And here we find that these values also overlap. God is the most important. Relationships are important. Our bodies are important. To simplify this, let me give you three other words. Instead of using God, we'll say spiritual. Instead of using relationships, we'll say relational, and instead of saying body, we'll say physical. These are the three highest values of our lives, spiritual, relational, physical, but we also have to add financial because we all know, as we've said, we need, we want, and Jesus has nothing against money. The point is there is a hierarchy. We know what is more important than the others. And why is that critical? Because the fact of the matter is all of these four overlap with each other when our physical bodies affect our relationships. Our physical bodies will affect us financially if there's something wrong with it. It will affect us spiritually and vice versa. Our spiritual will affect our relationships, our finances, and our relationships will affect us financially. Why? These things overlap. The potential for confusion about which is the most valuable is very easy to miss. And that's why it's important to know the hierarchy of values. Some things are more important than others. That's the first reason why you have to understand the hierarchy of values. But the second reason, understanding a hierarchy of values, is because hierarchies shift over time. In other words, the values that we see change over time. A good example of that are material belongings. For example, the CD. Once upon a time sold millions and millions, but today is nowhere to be found. The landline, which used to be available in every home, office, in every place that you go to, Every store, you'll find a landline, and today is nowhere to be found. And finally, the encyclopedia, which today does not even used to be in every home. The reason why is because the the value stays, the expression of those values have changed. CDs are no longer there, but the storing of information still is. Landlines are not there, but they've been replaced by the expression of mobile phones. And encyclopedias are not there, but the information that we look for is actually available to us through the internet. Values shift over time. This is more, a a good example of this is the camera, which used to only run by film. And while the people that uh, sold film thought the business was film, they made a mistake. The real business is not about film or photography even, but about memories. Who can capture, who can store, and who can share the memories more. And so when the mobile phone arrived and it had a camera, That could literally capture, store, and share faster, cheaper, and more efficiently, and economically, and excellently than the usual film. The film is nowhere to be found. The reason why is because memories are spiritual. They're actually non-material things. And we think, materially, we think that it's about the photographs or the pictures. It's about the memories. The most valuable things in life are the invisible things, the things we don't see, but are extremely valuable. Things like hope, things like peace and trust and love. These are non-material words and they're just a partial list of so many other words. The more we understand that, the more we understand how valuable the spiritual component of our lives are. Things like honesty and integrity or respect or even justice. Things like freedom are so valuable, knowledge, attitude, wisdom. These are spiritual words, dreams, imagination inspiration, and even enthusiasm. When we understand that, we understand that the most valuable things in life are non-material. They're not food. They're not clothes. They're not. They're, they're non-material words like motives, which meaning, purpose, and even fulfillment and happiness. The spiritual component of our lives is the most valuable thing in our lives. And interestingly, when you look at these words, nearly 30% of them deal with the relational. In short, The relational is the second most valuable part of our lives. Things like humility and kindness. Things like uh, honor and forgiveness. Things like faithfulness and generosity or loyalty and even patience. Relational. If you're wondering how valuable relational is, ask yourself this simple question. If ever you found yourself in your home and suddenly you realize that your house was on fire, you and I know that the last thing you're going to bring out is the Mona Lisa, the dress, the ring the furniture, the refrigerator, you're going to bring out the lives inside that family. Why? Because values have a hierarchy and the second most valuable thing in our lives is or are people. Spiritual, relational, physical and financial. Brings me to point number 2. Values flow from a hierarchy. The reason why this is important is because the more you understand the deception of the enemy is he's trying to tell you that other things are more valuable than the others, but you understand that values flow from a hierarchy. In short, higher values determine lower values. When you have a high spiritual value, you can determine the lower values. A good example of that is currency. When you look at the US dollar, it is the dominant force or the dominant value in all other currencies. Sometimes it switches and shifts over time with the British pound. But the point is there is a or the euro and because there is a hierarchy of values, the ability to value the lower values is based on the highest value. When you understand that, the lower values can only be determined by the higher values, you're beginning to understand how values work. Values have a hierarchy, and values don't just have a hierarchy, values flow from a hierarchy. Values flow from a hierarchy. Higher values determine lower values. Secondly, higher values generate greater values. There's a very old tale or story or proverb where it says, Do not give a man fish, but teach him how to fish, and you feed him for a lifetime. If you give a fish to a man, you feed him for a day. If you teach him how to fish, you teach him something or feed him for a lifetime. Teaching somebody to fish. Teach a man to fish, and you feed him for a lifetime. Both of these actions have value. One, however, is higher than the other. Giving the person a fish that's material is not as valuable as teaching somebody knowledge, which is non-material, to have an ability to fish for himself. Higher values generate greater values. The greater you understand spiritual life, the dimension of your SQ, the easier it will be for you to validate and evaluate lower values. More importantly, higher values do not just generate greater values, higher values are more enduring. A piece of fish will last a day. The knowledge of knowing how to fish will last a lifetime. In fact, it won't just pass one lifetime, It will endure through many lifetimes as a father teaches his own sons how to fish. A very important thing to understand so that the devil cannot deceive you. Values flow from a hierarchy. Higher values determine lower values. Higher values generate greater values. Higher values are more enduring. When you peg your life in a spiritual life and relationships and then your health or your physical life and your money, which there's nothing wrong with that, as long as you put money as number four. No one says it has no value. It actually has value. You cannot do life without it. But just keep in mind, the spiritual is the highest value, relationships, your physical life, and finally, your financial life. As I try and land this message, third point is simply this. Make spiritual your highest value. Not just your highest value, make spiritual your highest value always. Don't ever forget that that's the highest value in life. And when you do that, It is very hard for the enemy to steal from you. Make spiritual your highest value. Start by saying, by seeking first the kingdom of God. Matthew chapter 6, verse 31, at the end of Matthew 6, near the end of Matthew chapter 6, Jesus says, Do not worry saying, What shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? Alluding to the idea of finances being important, but that's not the real point or the real question. For the pagans run after all these things, and yet your heavenly father knows what you need, that you need them. Now, finally, he tells you what you should be doing and what I should be doing. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. The key is to make the kingdom of God, the spiritual life, God himself, the first or the highest value. That word first is the word proton, which simply means first. There are two things you need to understand about that word proton. The first is to seek first the kingdom of God. There's something about seeking first that is chronological in nature. In short, keeping God as your first love. The chronology of life is when you have this idea, this is my dream for all my children and my grandchildren, that there's something that is innocent, is pure and sweet about loving God as the first place. And that's my dream for you, your children, and your grandchildren as well, that you understand and put God as the spiritual or the highest value in your life. Revelation chapter two, verse four says, but I have this against you. You have abandoned the love that you had at first. Keeping our first love is the way to move forward with God. It's not even just about keeping God as the highest value. It's keeping him as our first love. And finally, make spiritual your highest value always means seeking first the kingdom of God, keeping God as your first love and making sure that God is your foremost value. Psalm 145, verse 3 captures this moment where it says, Great is the Lord, and there it is, most worthy of praise. Worthy simply means he's worth far above anything. He is more valuable than anybody, and his greatness no one can fathom. When we understand that God is the highest value, the rest of the others will follow. Let me summarize this message Values have a hierarchy. God is more valuable than money. Relationships are more valuable than food. Our bodies are more valuable than clothes. Secondly, values flow from a hierarchy. Higher values determine lower values. Higher values generate greater values, which is why you want the spiritual to be your higher value. Higher values are more enduring. They last forever. And finally, make spiritual your highest value. Seek first the kingdom of God, first in love, Foremost in value. Let me pray with you. Pick up a piece of bread and a cup as we proclaim Jesus, our Savior, the most valuable person in our lives. Lord Jesus, thank you for this message. May you teach your people to grow in their spiritual coaching, to know what's truly valuable. Hence, we will not be deceived or thrown to and fro by the enemy, and we'll focus all our lives on our truest value, who is you. In your name, Jesus, we pray. And everyone said, Amen. Thank you for listening to the Every Nation Singapore podcast. We hope you've been blessed by today's message. For more information, visit everynation.org.sg.